Welcome to the Limerick Voice podcast, brought to you by Limerick Voice and presented by me, Katie Flannery. Dora Gola is a singer, songwriter and dancer from Limerick who is releasing her new single, Dark Sand, on the 2nd of April. Dora tells me about her love for making and teaching music, about how her creative process has been impacted by COVID, and she tells me about her plans and goals for the future. So Dora Gola, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is really great. I feel kind of flattered and a little shy, to be honest. Not at all. Great to have you. So you're a, a singer, you're a dancer, and you were even nominated in 2019 for Most Promising Act by Hot Press. So that how did this all, all start for you? How did you get into music? Well, to be honest, I've, I've always been into music. And to be honest, dance kind of happened earlier than singing because music was always around my house. And everything I listened to, it's pretty much my dad's, like it's my dad's music. And so all the influences would be like 80s and 90s music and loads of different like old school stuff that people my age don't really listen to, to be honest. <laughs> So yeah, that always happened. And t- to be honest, I always knew I'm going to do music. I didn't know what shape or form it's going to take in the future, mm-hmm. but I knew that I couldn't do anything else. So I suppose that thought of just knowing that that's, that's my goal and that's what I have to do. It just kind of happened naturally. Everything I was doing in my life was music related and because of massive support of my parents who let me do it and who, who totally supported my passion and never never missed any gig and always wanted me to do what I you know what I loved mm-hmm. it definitely helped for sure oh that's great because I know I, you moved from Poland I think in 2008 and you moved to Limerick yeah and yeah. in Limerick you then did I think you did a course was it in UL you did the course where you did that's you it, yeah I did voice and dance BA in voice and dance and then I went to Cork and did masters in music performance wow wow so uh, it definitely got got it all in with and like how did you find that Limerick was like the music scene did, did it aid you in I suppose being creative and being musical because it is a fairly musical city yeah I thought like I thought it was really amazing and to be honest I I always had a fear for a very long time that I wasn't good enough and that because I wasn't from Ireland originally it's going to be very hard for me to you know, to succeed, I suppose, in music. And interestingly enough, a lot of Polish people that I knew in Limerick were telling me that, you know, it's going to be very hard for you because you're not from here and people will hear your accent and they'll straight away going to kind of, you know, put you on the other side. But I actually, you know, I I met a lot of artists in Limerick. One of them was Emma Langford and we actually did the same course. She was, I think, a year or two above me and she was very supportive and she kind of got me into, you know, into the crowd a little bit more. And I met people in school and in college and it just kind of happened. And it was it was actually fine. You know, it, it wasn't as bad. I, I just I tried to stop thinking about it in those terms that, oh, I'm not from here because actually like Ireland is my home. Mm-hmm. When I go to Poland, I usually go for like a week to see my grandparents and then after a week, I'm ready to come home. So like I'm more Irish than Polish. And a lot of people that know me, they actually say that I'm more Irish than Polish, which is funny enough. So I suppose part of my heart, you know, is is here. Because yeah. that's so crazy to think that, I suppose, or it's really sad to think that that would ever be the case. And did the people who were telling you this, you know, the Polish people who were in Ireland, did they experience that? I suppose maybe they weren't taken to as much as if they were from Ireland was that their experience 
probably like I, I i can't say for sure but mm. i think it's people don't say it to be mean i think they say it to protect you and just say oh you know like be careful don't do anything because because you get hurt or because you get rejected but i always kind of knew that this is all part of it like you know being an artist and kind of exposing yourself and you know sharing your art and sharing your story it is it's always a risky thing so like i suppose you either take it or leave it and like the, my passion for music and for making music was so strong that i just didn't think about it i was just doing my thing anyway and to be honest like i did I, i got a lot of reassurance professionals in limerick because my my first ep that i did i recorded with dave keery in his studio and you know he took me under his wing and I got to learn so much from, you know, from someone that I was looking up for for so long because I was listening to Van Morrison and it was like, oh my God, I'm going to be recording with this man and he wants me to like come to the studio. So it was, you know, I got a lot of reassurance and I think that reassurance from professionals is very important to me, more, more so than just anyone, you know, because people can say horrible stuff <laughs> all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of supportive. Well, that's great. And have you found like that the gigs you've been playing, you know, when you were gigging and stuff, you know, did you get to go into Dolan's or? Yeah, so actually my first headline gig was in Dolan's and I did my EP launch in there as well. Um, I, I did play loads, like I played loads of gigs. I played Folkfest in Doolin as well, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Metals for Mental Health a charity twice which was absolutely great event and it was a lot of people and it was for great cause as well so yeah no I was I was gigging a lot um my last gig was actually January last year so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a year without gigging but like I I do miss it but at the same time I think the year of being in lockdown really helped me to find my way and follow my instinct and really taking the time to to write music and create music that I really believe in rather than creating music that I think people will like if you know what I mean yeah yeah no I do and 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 you're probably in a great space there to write music because I know you moved to Clare and it's I don't know it's a really vibrant county and it's a really nice county to be in and you could say it's kind of inspiring I suppose just the countryside there and everything and like have you been creative in lockdown has it helped you with your music or do you just feel a bit sick of it now because it is it's a long time to be kind of Yeah, to to be honest, like at this stage now, the last lockdown, I'm I've been a little bit down, and it's been definitely rough compared to the other ones. But I I I was more creative during the lockdown than before all the lockdowns. And I think like for me, I get really affected by social media. That's why I have to go off it a lot of the times because when I see that a lot of people are doing all those things and they're all doing great things and they're busy all the time and I'm not busy, mm-hmm. then I'm starting to really like I'm starting to doubt myself that you know it's what I'm doing is it enough is it good enough people maybe won't like it and you're starting creating a lot of doubts in your head and I think because the lockdown happened and everyone all of a sudden no matter where you are what level you were everyone was the same place nobody could have done anything mm-hmm. and that kind of gave me like a almost blank page to do whatever I wanted without the, you know, without the pressure that, oh, I have to try to get gigs or I have to try to get this and that. I suppose like it was definitely better, but like I must say I couldn't have done it by myself. Like I do have people who help me. And I think it's very important for young artists to know that it's okay to ask for help 
And if you're working hard and if you're really passionate about something, people will come to you. Like for me, it's, it's Carl, Carl Daly. He's the founder of Humanly in Limerick. And he actually, he was the person who heard me on the radio a good few years ago. And he approached me on Twitter and said that there's something special and I really, really want to help you. So it's kind of like the old school way, having a patron, having someone who really helps. So people say, oh, how do you do it? And if I'm not doing it on my own, I think it's very important that people know that, that it's not just me. Because when it was just me, I got burned out very fast and I couldn't keep going. And I just got into a very dark place in my head. And that was the moment I had to move from Limerick and I had to move on the countryside and living by the sea definitely helped. Yeah, well, you're helping other people now because you set up a performance school. So it's kind of come full circle in a way, you know, and the listeners mightn't be able to see, but you have a really nice setup there. You have the mic and you have the room and everything. And so you're clearly still working away and teaching even through COVID. So like, has that helped you as well, helping other people? Absolutely. And that's that, that's something I'm really passionate about. And like, if someone is asking me, what do you prefer performing or teaching? I can never say because I get so much buzz out of sharing what I know to other people and it's you know it's strangely coming out of college unfortunately I didn't know what I know now and nobody told me how to go about releasing your music and what happens next and how to deal with you know how to deal with the real world and like nobody told me that so I think going through like living it and and doing it it makes it so much better to share with others and kind of preparing them for for the bad and the good in in, in the industry you know yeah. So it definitely helps. And I'm so, so glad that people still want to sing, even in the lockdown, you know, that they're coming, coming in for all the Zoom lessons and we're singing and they're doing their homework. And it's, it's great that people still want to do it. Yeah, it's probably something that keeps people happy during these times as well. You know, that people are still, they keep singing and keep dancing and keep being creative. But you also yeah. have just released a single, if you'd like to tell us about that, called Dark Sound. So- yeah, so the single is coming out on the 2nd of April. So the, 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 it's the first track out of the upcoming album that will be released this year. And the music is very much influenced by the landscape and nature. It's very much earthy theme. It's quite dark and strong. And it's all of it is about like strong feminine power coming from the earth. Um, there's a lot of electronics everything is recorded in this room actually so everything is recorded from home studio so you can it's possible to do that all the songs like I've been I've been writing with Dara Kiri which is actually Dave Kiri's son so we we played a gig um, last January together and we just said oh let's do some co-writing for fun you know because I've always wanted to co-write with someone just because I wasn't happy with my writing anymore and he's an amazing songwriter and a producer and we started working together and it took about six months to get the sound that we have now. So all those songs that are co-written and co-produced with, with Dara, these are the songs that are going to come out and going to be on the album. Yes, yeah, so I'm very, very excited. And I think what's the most important thing about his music is that I finally follow my instinct. And this is the first project ever I... I, I'm dancing again. I'm moving again with it. So it's not just singing, but it's actually joining both. And I think that's what makes it really strong because it's the instinct is there and like the natural force is behind it. Yeah. 
Wow, well, that's amazing. You've clearly been doing loads of work on lockdown, so we'll be looking forward to hearing the album. But, like, what does releasing a single in lockdown, like, what is that like? Because you always want to play to a crowd. Would you ever, like, have you been doing virtual gigs or is it not the same? No, I've I've never done it. <laughs> I've never done it. I don't know why. It's For me, it's probably not the same. I just need to feel the physical presence of people and being behind the screen is not the same another thing is that I'm I'm quite I suppose perfectionist when it comes to sound and setup and not not being able to to get that quality of the sound that you have in the venue something that is sapping me from doing it but I do admire all the artists that are out there and are doing it and I think it takes a lot of courage to do it so yeah I just don't have that in me yet <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully you won't need to because hopefully lockdown will be over soon Touchwood. <laughs> but hopefully, um, yeah. <laughs> we hope but how would you describe your music to someone who might never have heard you before um I think it's a it's a collection of different genres it's very hybrid there is quite a lot of influences in 80s music and influences in 90s music you can definitely hear some Kate Bush influences you can hear Prince you can hear some 90s dance electronic stuff from one of the bands would be massive influence for me would be deep forest a lot of people don't know them and a lot of people do know them so it's like you know both sides yeah and very earthy theme quite i suppose dark and there's a lot of brooding synths as well that's what's in my bio the brooding synths so that's (laughs) that's what's there yeah (laughs) And has the music you've been producing changed since you've moved to Clare? Like how much does, I suppose, where you are affect your music? Because I know a lot of people do. Is it Ben Howard? He goes to Clare and he writes a lot of, he, you know, like a lot of, I think, musicians. Clare is a big place for them as well. Mm-hmm. Great legacy of music in Clare. But is it different in Limerick City? Do you get inspired in different ways or do you pick up different tones? Like you said, your very earthy tones. You know, has your music changed? Yes, it definitely has changed. Um, Claire has something very magical and very special about about it. I don't know what it is. I can't I can't describe it, but you can feel it in the air, and it's it, it definitely influences my music. And I think the fact that I'm free and I have this space and I I can just go out and five minutes away from my house, I have the beach. It gives me so much clarity in my head, and because of that clarity, I can follow my instinct rather than listen to people who are advising me what kind of music I should be making. Mm. You know, what would sell, what won't sell, and all this kind of stuff. I think because I'm here and I have the space and everything is just calm, I'm able to totally, truly listen to my heart and just do it the way I feel like it should be done. Mm. And with your, you know, your singles and your album, are you hoping to make music videos for them or... Yeah, so actually one music video is already done. We we were shooting it in October on a very, very cold day (laughs) in the middle of the woods. Um, I was running practically naked around the forest. Oh, lovely. Very much fun. fun. Um, Yeah, so the single is going to come out on the 2nd of April and then two weeks later, um, there's going to be video. Yeah. Wow. And the video is made by Magic Hour Films. And they're actually best friends of mine. We met, um, we met in Cork a few years ago and I've been working with them. They really know my vision. So 
yes, they made the video. I'm very, very excited. It's very much cinematic style. Um, there's a nice story behind it, inspired by Polish folktale. Um, so there's quite a lot of those Slavic elements that I'm, I suppose, you know, trying to bring with me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that sounds amazing. It's do you, you obviously came up with this concept yourself. Like, do you have a lot of is all the ideas for the music videos from you? Um, well, Magda, the director, she wrote the script based on the song and based on what I want to deliver through the song. So, yeah, but I, I suppose myself and Dara, whenever we are, you know, we're sitting, we're writing and recording, we, like we're recording as we write, mm -hmm. um, all the ideas come to our heads together. And, you know, it, it's nice that, you, that you're asking this because, you know, I'm like, I'm teaching and I'm coaching different people, but I also need someone who coach, who will coach me and someone who will guide me. And I think working with Dara was, was totally like a, you know, massive Oh, a door opening for me because he he could hear things that I never heard and he wanted me to open up and embrace the fact that I'm from Poland embrace the fact that I have a different accent embrace embrace where I'm from and like start dancing again you know he was the ones like Dora you should be doing this you should be moving and singing because it's literally coming out of your toes when you when you're singing and that was for me it was like yeah like you're right like I should be doing this why no I haven't done it in so long so yeah like having someone with me who is pushing me and who's challenging me it's very very important in my artistry and I wouldn't be so confident and so excited about the music if not working with other people yeah again see again it comes to people <laughs> people yeah. who help yeah yeah, just I suppose even just, you know, if you have an idea for someone to say, yeah, that's a good idea. I suppose it's very hard just to be on your own and you're not really so sure. But I, I know I was watching your videos on YouTube and I was listening to you sing and it's just such a lovely, very, I suppose, sensual. And 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 then I, I came across a few of your dancing videos and I think your dancing is so lovely as well. And the two seem to pair together so well. So it would just seem so natural for you to be oh, thank you so much you know dancing in your videos <laughs> so the dancing influence the music or does the music influence the dancing I think it's a little bit of both it really depends on the song there there, there is song there are songs that I that that I've written based on like the physical sensation of when I'm moving and the rhythm and the beat and the tension so that definitely comes from that but I also think that movement itself really affects my voice and how I'm singing so I can't like I can't choose I, to be honest I could never choose between the two and it always had to be both and I do think that they shouldn't be separated for any artist and even from an experience with working with young people you know starting you know singing and creating their own music having that attachment to your body and your body awareness really helps and influence the sound and influence like the stuff that you're going to be writing so I don't think they should be ever separated. It's it's one like your body is your instrument and your voice is part of your body. So yeah. Hmm. So let's say now in a, I suppose in a, in a world where COVID was was done tomorrow, who would you like to go and see? What gig would you go to first? Like who is your absolute cream of the crop pick? Um, well, at the moment, I'm I'm waiting for the Genesis gig that hopefully will happen. Who is supposed to happen in the Three Arena? Yeah, and it was pushed, so I don't know what's going to happen, and and this is like the dream of mine to see them. Mm -hmm. um, Kate Bush would be number one for sure. 
um, Prince, who unfortunately isn't live anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of artists that I love to see, they're they're dead. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll give you a kind of a desert island disc situation. So live or dead, it would be Prince and Kate Bush and Genesis. Kate Bush. Your topic. Yeah, Genesis. Yeah, hundred percent. And um. I can't wait to go on the festival. I think I'm probably not the only one, but I cannot wait till I can just camp and spend full weekend of listening to music and dance. <laughs> oh God, I said we all can't wait till that, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. so like electric picnic, body and soul, I'm coming the way, yeah. you know, the minute it's open, that I'm there, first one. <laughs> no stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> But what is your, we'll say, I won't say five-year plan, but I'll say, what is your hopes for the future? Like, what's the absolute end goal for you? Like, what would be your dream? Oh, the question, <laughs> You don't want to know. <laughs> um, my absolute dream is to sing at the Oscars Gala Awards and win the best song of a movie. That's, I think that's my way. If, if, if that happens, I can happily die the next day. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think for me, music, it, because it's so, it's, it's so cinematic and it's quite a um, mix of different genres. I, I'd, love to, I'd love to write for film and I'd love to hear my song um, in, the, you know, in the final credits of a movie in the cinema. And that's, that's definitely my, my biggest dream. Yeah, I could write for Disney as well. If you know, if Disney and Pixar would love to hire me to write songs, I'm there. You know, Disney and Pixar. Rose if you're listening, I'm waiting. <laughs> She's available. But no, that's great. And I know, like you do, have so much music coming out now, and you know you have a lot coming up ahead as well. But have are you are you still writing? Like, are you preparing for the next? Have are you are you taking a break now, or are you just are you still going? Like. Yes, I'm still going. I'm already, I'm already, I'm, I already have ideas for the next album and the first one didn't even come out yet. Um, so yeah, I'm still, I'm still writing. Um, I suppose that the songs are changing all the time. I think it's really nice to see that, how the sound is forming and shaping and changing again. And um, like, I didn't expect to be releasing at all, to be honest. Like it, it just kind of happened. We were writing, we were enjoying writing just for the sake of it. And I didn't, I didn't have those massive plans that, oh, I'm going to write all the songs and release them. That did not happen at all. So um, I suppose with this, with support of other people, with support of Carl and, you know, having Dara with me of kind of like, okay, we should do it now because it's, it's really good. It, it just kind of made me decide that that's what's going to happen. And I think like the first, like this album is going to be a massive throwback. It's going to be a throwback to my childhood. Um, there is... It's, it's just like the album and what I can compare it to will be if I just took off all my clothes and this is me. It's literally this, that, that's how personal it is. And that's how raw and earthy it is as well. And I think it's going to be really fun as well. Some of the songs are the ones that you can just put your headphones on and just listen. And some of the songs you can really dance to as well, which is, which is great. So they're quite positive um despite all the lockdown all the negativity yeah yeah well wow well that's amazing it sounds like such a personal album to you you can tell that you know you've put so much into it so much love and care into it but if anyone yeah. wants to <laughs> if anyone wants to find you or anyone wants to you know link up on on social media or all of your music where can they find you best place to find me is definitely instagram 
just Dora Gola. You'll find me on Instagram. I I'm very active in there. I chat a lot and I'll share a lot of things, music, a lot of stuff from backstage as well. Um, so definitely Instagram. I'm taking my baby steps on TikTok. Baby steps. <laughs> I feel like a dinosaur. I'm doing a TikTok to be honest. <laughs> I understand. Um, yeah, Facebook and stuff like that as well. Like Dora Gola music. But definitely Instagram is the best platform where you can reach out. We can we can chat as well. I do reply to DMs as much as I can as well. So um, 100% Instagram. Yeah. Great. And would you like to remind everyone when Dark Sound is coming out? On the 2nd of April. And you can actually pre-save and pre-order the track already. So if you go to my Instagram, there is a link in my bio and you can just click. It's very simple. It takes less than a minute and you pre-save it on your Spotify. So whenever um, the date comes, it's going to be already on your playlist. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Dora Gola. And I can't wait to see, I can't wait to hear the single and I can't wait to see all that you do in the future. So thank you so thank much. Thank you so much, Katie. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Limerick Voice podcast. We've lots of other great content coming up this year. So please keep an eye out on all of our social media platforms. And remember, when Limerick speaks, we listen.